I kind of went into like a Peter Griffin there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the music all sounded like. Right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. I am your host, Zach. And I'm your other host, Dave. And, you know, you know, I... I, sometimes I'm the other host. Yeah, so we we are the other. We're hosts. both the other. We're yeah. other hosts. We are equal, equal hosting uh, fellowships here. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you, Zach? I'm good. We were just saying before we started rolling, like it's the busy season or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for everything life across is just, the board. Life is moving very very quick. Yeah. Um, it's good though. It's already yeah. February. We are here. It's been you know I gotta nice say like for, for all the crap that's been happening like worldwide in January. It's been a pretty good January. It was in early February so far. It went by. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, got a house, got a nephew. Hey, like, yes. Congratulations. Thank There's you. A little baby boy. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited, dude. He's, What's his name? He's it's per- Ari? Ari. Oh, A-R-I. So yeah. Such a cute little guy. Yeah. He's he's perfect. Um, yeah. So we've been trying to see him a bunch and oh, yeah. go over to my brother's place. What, what's been going on with you, man? About to say, just work, work, work. Uh, yeah. Pretty much the same old trying to make as much money as I can. Yeah. While we can make it. But it's that I always say I'd rather be busy at work than not. Oh, for sure. Know, makes it go by. Faster. It drives me nuts. Like whenever I have slow days at work, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. Get me out of here. Like nothing is worse. But yeah, no, it's uh, everything is going good. Nice. Well, OK, so guys, today we have a pretty relaxed topic. Yeah. Um, out of all the fandoms, I feel like this one's pretty laid back out of all the Video game franchises, this one's pretty uh, low-key, but it's so much fun. It's nice. It's one of those just yeah. kind of constant video game franchises. Kind of like, I compare it like along the lines of like Mega Man. And yeah. You can, it's a classic. It's, it's very, there. It's very pleasant. Very attainable. You can pick it up. You know what's going on right away. Yeah. Very easy for people. So yeah. we're talking about Kirby, Kirby. Uh, as you know from clicking on the uh, the episode link. Yeah. But um. I guess, you know, the, the old school traditional before we dive in, what was your what was your experience with Kirby growing up? Uh, my very first experience was uh, Kirby's Adventure from 93 on the NES, okay. which was kind of the um, the very first game was 92 came out uh, for Game Boy. Right. And then but this one came the year later. Uh, my brother got it. I was pro- we probably got it in 93. I was probably five or six at the time when we got it. Uh, and it was so cool. I love the ability that you could look. I compared it to Mega Man because it's like, okay, cool. You get those abilities or that right. extra ability of Mega Man. But this was fun. You could like ditch an ability. Well, you could kind that, of customize your playthrough. That wasn't right away, right? Like that was, that wasn't in the earlier games. You could, you could always suck up enemies, but you didn't take their powers. I don't think in Kirby's adventure. Yeah. And the very first one? And this, well, the one I'm talking about. Oh, 93. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the NES one was the first one you could pick up. And then I also remember, for some reason, there were these little, like, side... Every now and then, after you'd finish, a like, a difficult level, there'd be, like, just this little tiny little level that was, like, a little, like, recharge. And yeah, it, it's really yeah. pleasant music. I remember they played this one song that I was... A, I'm a piano player, and I remember they had this one, one of my favorite piano songs, Gymnope Day Number 1. It's just this very <laughs> pleasant French piano songs like and it's yeah, just yeah. very nice and kind of mellow and like a lot of the I remember there was some really cool scenery and with the NES they were doing like a lot of the backgrounds and stuff it felt right. very like Mario 3 and you got like these beautiful sunsets over like these very kind of dreamy like dreamsicle hill like I, all these kind of food I don't know if play- I ever food. actually played the the NES one. Oh, it's so good. I, yeah. cause I started out with um, Kirby Superstar. Okay. For the SNES. Yes. Uh, which um, I found out was called Kirby's Fun Park. 
like in Europe hmm. uh, or in, in PAL regions. So whatever hmm. counts as a PAL okay. region. But yeah, so which I, I like Kirby Superstar better, but I just loved it. Like I remember there was like the the game where you would try to like shatter the earth, like create a crack in the yes. earth and yeah, like yeah. Have to see who can make the biggest one. I feel like the the Super Nintendo is where they had a lot of their sort of like uh, they gained a lot of traction. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk about uh, the creator of yeah. Kirby, uh, Masahiro Sakurai, which. OK, so this dude, he came up with Kirby at the age of 19. Oh, wow. Isn't that insane? <laughs> That's crazy. So he was working at um, I forget where he was working at the time, but he felt like a little bit kind of. I don't know, creatively stifled. So he decided to take his, you know, creative thoughts elsewhere. Um, and then obviously Kirby ended up being created, uh, produced by, uh, Hal, Hal laboratories, yeah. which they named their company, Hal because it was a step up from IBM. It was H A L. So they were like, funny. they wanted to be one step ahead of oh, IBM. Jeez. Goodness I did gracious. not know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you know. So, uh, cause Kirby was Hal's first big title. Yeah. Well, I'd it, say so Kirby was originally, a placeholder like he, yeah. his character was a placeholder it was easier to draw so he just did him as a placeholder Ooh. people fell in love with the look well a round guy with a face yeah. yeah um and i guess there was and i've heard different versions of this story but there were arguments not arguments but uh disagreements between uh sakurai and shigeru miyamoto oh shigeru wanted um he wanted kirby to be yellow really? and yeah and sakurai wanted him to be pink obviously you know, uh, yeah. Sakurai won there, but uh, I just thought that was just crazy. Like that. When does Shigeru Miyamoto's word not win? Yeah. You well, know? So it's like, well, you know, I own this company, right. um, but like, I, I thought it was funny too. When I was doing the research, looking back on the original art for, he was a little white and gray guy. And I'm like, Oh, that's yeah. weird seeing him like that too. Well, do you know why they made him that on the cover? No. So they weren't able to get a clear answer when they were making the cover art they weren't able to get a clear answer on whether he was yellow or pink. Uh-huh. And so they just did the safe bet and they based it off of what he looked like on the game boy, in black and white, black and white. Yeah. That's a safe bet. So yeah. I was like, that's just, I mean, that's one way to do it. The first and only time you, pro- at that time you probably got a character looking exactly like you did on the cover because yeah. it's funny. There's some, including there's some mega man box art where you, the, some of the ga- video game box art is hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh, it like, they didn't even tell them what the game was about. Like it's yeah. those kind of drawings. You can see there's a really funny, like if you go on, you can search like movie posters from foreign right. countries and stuff when they like yeah. just get the title. It's hilarious. The, the cover up for Mega Man two is fantastic. It's the guy with the pistol, right? And he's yeah. like buff and muscular. It looks like an, a weird, like uh, I'm going to look at American right gladiators sort yeah. of a cover. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah, it, I think that was probably the safest bet when they're like, well, no one's telling us what color this guy is. So we'll just make it black and white. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, it's so funny. Cause back in that time, like you, it's crazy to think that that was a restriction. Yeah. Like they, they, they literally didn't know what color the character was because of console limitations. Yeah. That's um, wild. And I guess they wouldn't have had to come up with a color for him at that point. I mean, it's, if you're not making something in color, why, why would you care about what color it is? Yeah. Um, and Kirby's first appearance was actually uh, not in Kirby. Mm-hmm. It was in a game called Arcana or Arcana. And there was like this sequence where it showed like a bunch of like evil warriors and okay. like the camera zooms out and you see Kirby twice in this uh, sea of warriors. Huh. And that was like, it was like a couple months prior to the release of Kirby. So it wasn't, 
it was like just supposed to be an Easter egg. Yeah. But still, I was like, that's weird that they would have that, that is before odd. he's even like released. In the, yeah. Was he, was Meta Knight introduced in the one for Super Nintendo or, because I'm trying to think, he might have been in Adventure, the one I'm. I think Meta Knight was later. Yeah, was, okay, yeah. Meta Knight, yeah. Okay. I believe so. I'd have to double check, but um, I guess while we're still sort of in that like far past of the franchise, um, one thing that I thought was really kind of cool about Kirby's history. So Kirby was named after John Kirby, mm. who was a defense lawyer for Nintendo. Um, Nintendo got sued by, I forget who, who owned it at the time, but King Kong. Oh. Uh, so during Donkey Kong, they got sued and they weren't a big enough. By Universal? To, yeah. Wow. And they weren't a big, you know, Nintendo wasn't that big back then. So they no. couldn't fight that off that well. But then this lawyer came in, John Kirby, and he fought and he won for them. Uh, so they gave him a sailboat that they called, uh, I think it was like the SS Donkey Kong or something like that. Uh, and they gave him the name Kirby that's in the video game wild. Kirby. Yeah. But that seems to happen because I know like the name Mario and design came from their like landlord. Right. And then I've heard that they named the name for Jaws that was Bruce, like the mechanical Jaws yeah. like in the movie Jaws, because Steven Spielberg and the lawyer for was named Bruce and he was a shark. So yeah. they nicknamed that. So like, that's weird. Like lawyers and like people of power come in and they like get all these names. Like I just realized that the shark in Finding Nemo is Bruce. Too. Bruce. And that's exactly why. That's funny. Yeah. Little that's nods. Funny. Little nods. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that was how Kirby got his name. Um, and I mean, you guys, okay, so chances are anybody who's listening to this, even if you're not a huge gamer, you've heard of Kirby. You've probably played a Kirby game at some point. Um, they were sort of created. So Masahiro Sakurai, the creator of this of this whole franchise, he wanted to create a game that was a little bit more accessible because in Mario, you would, you know, if, if you didn't time a jump right, you were dead. Mm-hmm. If you jumped a little bit too early, you were down a pit. Yep. Um, and so he added in this element of Kirby flying when he sucked in air, which made it much easier to, you know, cover those gaps. And then that also got him thinking, okay, well, if he can suck in air when he's flying, what I else mean, can he do if he does that? Sucking like, suck abilities. Yeah. yeah. And so he started, and originally it was just, you know, sucking in the enemies and, you know, kind of spitting them out. But but it, it created, I didn't realize that, like thinking about like his ability to fly, you've eliminated that kind of what platformers were up until that yeah, point, like yeah. that you've eliminated, not eliminated necessarily, but you've, by just creating a simple mechanic where you're not necessarily going to fall down every other minute, you can create so many more puzzles, so yeah. many more, you might have to fly up and shoot something and hit a switch way up high to open a door down below. Like well, you can start playing with timing. And, and on top of that, you're opening it up to players who weren't hardcore gamers. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I was not a good video game player. Do you think it like, helped produce what like super Mario games would become because you got more abilities as opposed to just the fire flower and the superstar. You got your raccoon suit by three. You had the boot. You had all of these different abilities that you, yeah. And like, they're like, well, Mega Man can do it. Kirby can do it. Why not Mario? Why not? Right. We've right. It's funny too. Like we've talked about games will stretch their genre until one game comes out that then defines that genre and you can't go back. So like call of duty, bringing up iron sights that changed first person shooters forever, forever. forever. And you'll never have a game where you don't do that anymore. But like with back then they're like, we're still not going to be out of this 2d side scrolling for another, how many years, even with the SNES, it's like, 
most of that stuff was not, it's not full 3d. That's for sure. Yeah. So you, they had been limited and they're like, let's just stretch ourselves to these bounds. Well, and that's, I feel like that's something that's been a theme of Nintendo anyway. Like they, they'll take a game or they'll take a concept and they will push it and push it and push it. And that's not a bad thing. No. That's they, they push it to a point where they're, they're innovating games every time they come out with something new and they're pushing their technology to the limit, which right. doesn't not necessarily mean something like, I think the last time a Nintendo system had a leg up on anybody graphically, it was the N64. Yeah. Ever since yeah. then, which don't get me wrong. That's fine. I'm much more for yeah. gameplay game structure than graphics come later. But I mean, don't embarrass yourselves, but we're in an age where sure. you can do some really minimalistic, like, like untitled goose game. It's so yeah. minimal looking, but beautiful. I was, like, I, that's awesome. Literally. I'm a little bit distracted because all I can think about right now is wanting to go play Celeste. Oh yeah. And, Celeste is great. And it's pixel art. It's just beautiful, but it's like, and they've, uh, well, even like uh, if you've played Stardew Valley, yes. you're like, this is such yep. a great they do such a good job now of throwing back to those graphics. But then they've added like the music. They're like pushing that to the limit yep. as well. You're like, oh, it's so cool. Like everything about like I feel warm and fuzzy because I, I feel like I'm a kid again. Can I obsess about Celeste for a minute? Yeah. If you guys have not played Celeste, go. You can get it for Switch, right? Yeah, you can get it for Switch, for Xbox, Steam. PS4, yeah. Steam. I think it's on Steam. It's all over. You guys, it is honestly one of the best games i've ever played in my life yeah i've it's very simple and beautiful and well it's yeah. it's simple and beautiful you can get a hold of the the techniques in it pretty quickly but dave it is one of the hardest games i've ever played oh yeah if not the hardest game i've ever played how much is it on switch i might get like it. 10 bucks okay yeah it's like nothing um for the fact that i've sunk for, for okay so here's the thing if you watch like a speedrunner play through the game yeah a speedrunner can get through the main game in 35 minutes so very that's a, fast. That's fast, but um, right. uh, it takes a minute. For, um, uh, yeah. But as a comparison, I am, I think, currently going on over 50 hours wow. on my file. Yeah. Is it an RPG? And No, so it's, no? but it, it challenges you. I know we're going off topic, guys. But this episode that's is still okay. about Kirby, but um, it challenges you, though, because it makes you, like, you beat all the main levels, right? Yeah. Then you go back and you collect all the strawberries. Uh, okay. Then you go back and you collect all the B-side tapes. And then it gets get, more and then like and more. You get like, yeah, you get like a little heart. Yeah. And then that allows you to open up the gate at the end that brings you to the core. And then when you're in the core, you know, that opens up new tapes that you can get, new uh. strawberries. So it's like, and it makes you want to go back and master these old levels. Yeah. Um, you're like, oh, I know now. I now know I can do this ability. The, the only thing that gets me, though, is one of the challenges and it, it makes me almost not want to play it. Cause I know I'll, I'll never be this good. One of the challenges is to get what they call the golden strawberry, huh? which you start a level in Dave. Some of these levels I have literally like 1500 deaths on. Yeah. You just over um, and over and over. Yeah. Uh, but the challenge is you start the level you pick up this golden strawberry and you have to get to the end of the level without dying uh. with that strawberry in tow. And if you die, you start right back at the beginning of the level Yep. And I just don't have it's the patience brutal. for that. But yeah. uh, anyway, but like we were saying, though, they Nintendo didn't need these cutting edge graphics, whatever, no. to make Kirby what it was. And even like, you know, you, you look at something like uh, Kirby Epic Yarn. Yeah. Which, by the way, was originally Very called uh, Kirby Fluff or no, it wasn't Kirby. It was just called Fluff of Yarn. <laughs> and the character was like uh, Prince Fluff, which I believe is the sidekick in Kirby's Epic Yarn. OK. Um, and so like they changed it. Obviously, a little like bit. Epic Yarn, a little bit better. Fluff, yeah. a little inappropriate. Fluff of Yarn, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I love the Epic Yarn games. It kind of it reminded me of the Yoshi um, 
plush games. That was very it, kind of cutesy. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't Kirby first with that? It might have been. It might actually, have been. I, I don't know the timeline yeah. of the, the I, Yoshi ones. Kirby's Epic Yarn was a lot of fun too because they introduced like vehicles. It and yet again they introduced. It was a side-scrolling game, you know, with amped up graphics and all. Right. But like, but it's still the core mechanic was there. But they've just added so much, like peeling away yarn and like revealing right. different flaps of the level and stuff like that was super cool. Well, and, and it was seeing them transition that into a 3D setting was really interesting. I thought. Yeah. Um, so the first. The first 3D game was actually supposed to be a game called Kirby Bowl 64. Okay. Um, and it was, did you play um, Kirby's Dream Course? Yes. So a long time ago. It kind of looked like that. Okay. Because um, I was going to say, I'm like, I thought there were. Yeah, but it never, so it never got released. It was planned to be a, uh, like a launch title for the uh-huh. N64. Um, but then they ended up. It was like put on a bunch of delays and then ended up just being put on hold and ultimately not released. So the first 3D game uh, ended up then being, um, what was it? Or no, it was supposed to be Kirby Bowl and then Air Ride was originally going to be for 64. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Air Ride obviously ended up being pushed to GameCube. And that was like the Mario Kart. Right? Yeah, S kind of racer. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's a fun game. It's fun. If, if yeah, you've yeah. never played Air Ride, get which out there kind of play leads it. me Kirby almost is like Mario 2.0 with the fact that they can because yeah. they started inventing new techniques to like up the gameplay. You've now diversified your character. He can have a racing game. He can have this game. He right, can have right. A game called Epic Yarn. You can literally now fit him. He could have his own cooking games, and I'm sure I'm not sure why they don't have that. He might. He like, might, for all I know, he might. I, you know, I, like, there's the game Overcooked. That'd be a great... Oh, my god! You gosh. just reskin it. Yeah. That'd be really cute. And that's, you know? and that's something that... I, I feel like Nintendo has done a great job of sort of collecting these IPs that you can put in any situation, and you can give them any game. You can make it first-person, third-person, puzzle, platformer, RPG tactics, and they will... It'll work. Well, yeah. And like I was telling you earlier, I was playing that. There's the Kirby Star Allies game that came out in 2018 for Switch. Yeah. And yeah. it's um, basically kind of an RPG. You collect, you select like a character class to play as. And you right. go th- and it's kind of like Smash Brother-esque levels you go through. And then you up your guy, get items, stuff like that. You can change his equipment. I guess but you're that, like a little Kirby as a knight or Kirby as a magician. That, it's that like makes that. sense, though, because so Hal Laboratories, that's the one that they made smash like that's yeah. who is behind smash it's, and pokemon snap you and, feel like you're playing you're basically pay- playing an entirely kirby themed smash game yeah like the adventure mode in a smash game I, i'm much. i'm super down it's with pretty that. dope it was free really and when i downloaded it a, like a couple months ago it was free which, which for switch really it's down near on the list uh yeah it came out to that kirby kirby star allies that's kind of awesome and i i'm definitely gonna check that out yeah, yeah. um and you can so, play multiplayer it's fun one thing that I've loved about Kirby, though, so they introduced this this idea of Kirby can suck up enemies mm-hmm. and kind of like squat, poop out a little star, yeah. and all of a sudden he's got their powers. And yeah. that's that translated so well over to Super Smash Bros. Because you would just oh, pick up any character. It's perfect. And you got their A attack. And like you got to wear their little costume, too. Like, yes, it's already adorable and then like the cutest thing when he's wearing like a well, little mario hat or i guess know. they attributed a lot of his popularity to the fact that anybody can draw him they're like oh yeah if you can draw a circle you can draw kirby because he's literally fun. just a bunch of circles yeah. that's all it is um so then i guess that does kind of bring us to the present of the franchise yeah. so we have this star allies game um there hasn't i mean there's there was obviously uh 
Kirby's extra epic yarn, which... Yeah, it kind of, when I was doing the research for the later stuff, it kind of has hit a lull, at least in my book. Yeah. Like it, no, I agree. It looks like the games, like you said, extra epic yarn. I'm okay, you're just making sequels now. Like, they're not... I think that might have even been a re-release. Probably. I'd have to check into I wouldn't it, but... Be, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But, like, probably with more, a little more stuff in it, too. But right. um, I feel like they need to do a next jump. They got to diversify their bonds. They've already there. It feels like they're running their course with the, like I said, this smash brothers type. They already had that right. for a couple of years. This Epic yarn is, it's a beautiful design, but we need, I'm going to be honest. We mentioned earlier, I cannot believe there was never like a fully executed, awesome 64, like Kirby 64 or full third person Kirby game. Yeah. Where like I mean, you can they're like a Sonic Adventures. Why they you can do that? I would love to see even a remake of um, Kirby. Uh, why am I blanking on the name? It's Superstar. The um, yeah, Kirby yeah. Superstar. Like it's crazy that after Mario sixty four came out, they couldn't have just reskinned that and given you the ability to then shoot things out of you. Right. That's all it yeah. was. Yeah, pretty much. That's I, I um, kind of beyond me. And the, the most recent one was uh, Super Kirby Clash, Ooh, which I don't know about that one. So that's. I, are you sure that the one that you were talking about was um, when was, I was Star Allies? Yeah, when I looked it up, it's the the one that it was 2018. The one that you're talking about, yeah, because the one that I'm looking at, it's it's pretty new. Um, it's definitely not free. It's it's on Switch. Yeah, but it got kind of just okay reviews. I think. Um, like very, like 75 a Metacritic. I mean, eight out of ten. Pretty on good. It is, but compared to what most Nintendo games rake in. That's true. I mean, most Nintendo games I feel like are 95% or higher. Do they say what kind of a game it is? Well, I was trying to look up some, so I'll be honest. I started my research like chronologically, so I didn't get as into the, the modern entries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it just looks, it looks like a fighter game. Hold on. I mean, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to check this out right now. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's just a fighter. Oh, I remember seeing this. Yeah. So I think maybe the one I have, the Star Allies, was the first of that type. And that's why it was free. I'm almost right. wondering if they were like, this is just almost a demo of what we're going to. And then this newer game. It very well could be. Yeah, yeah. is the problem. I mean, it's kind of like because it, it kind of looks like it's almost like a boss rush, like with your friends and you fight like one big boss in it's a group of four super smash. Brothers, I, I yeah. remember seeing we're this, literally yeah. we're looking at footage right now for those of you listening. And yeah. it's, it, we, we don't have any turn to bring the footage. Up Zach for us. had, if Zach had just turned that and show me without saying anything, I was like, Oh, you're just playing super smash brothers. Right. It, it, it looks so it's, much. It, like it looks team based. That's, yeah. you know, which and, I think is great. Give right. me some more team. That'd be, you this know. makes us sound like we are so ill prepared for this episode. I swear we did research now, nah, but uh, that's the thing. Like when these games, I had to double, like when you brought up that, I was like, I'm pretty sure I have the allies. Right. One. I like, they well, become so close. They do. That's the problem with Kirby Mario. I, the, the only franchise that I know of that's managed to escape that is legend of Zelda because yes. they diversify their games so much. Every single, even I would say like, twilight princess is the only one that's even closely remote to any of the other ones like where you would right. say like uh, and yes it is like historically and story-wise it is a direct sequel however it feels the most which is probably why they were like we're going to reference the one this is a sequel to a lot so like okay great but then you've got wind waker or breath of the wild or uh you know skyward sword yeah each even yeah. not even just like a different look it's a whole different different mechanic atmosphere yeah, yeah. um so I did want to say before we move into sort of the future of the franchise, yep. what we would like to see out of it, I got to give some Reddit credit here. Reddit credit. Reddit credit. Um, so 
someone on Reddit actually pointed out that Kirby can purr like a cat when you pet him. That freaks me out How a little bit. How do you bit. know that? <laughs> so, and, and I, I, I did look it up, so I don't. Okay. I, I try not to just take everything at face value. But where are you I, petting him? <laughs> I looked. <laughs> and what game are we petting? I, Kirby? I, I looked it up, and uh, and apparently, if you pet Kirby, he 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 purrs. I don't like that. That. But who's petting him in in what game? <laughs> How mean, are you petting Kirby? I, I I I'm assuming just like you'd pet a kitty, like. But like Zach. Who in the? How do you pet him? What That's character true. pets him in what game? Is or do you pet your screen? What are we talking like, about here? I, I think it's probably one of those things where they just wrote it into the canon uh, somewhere. Okay. It's probably I mean? in an instruction manual from right. an NES game. It, right? Yeah, so, some old weird. Like when um, Link had brown oh, tunic. And also <laughs> weird that uh, uh, Masahiro Sakurai, the creator of the franchise, he voiced King Dedede ah. in a few of the games. I can't even remember what he kind of sounds like. I'm I, trying to think was, of the Smash Brothers. I'm, I'm trying to think too. It was like this weird, like, like yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's very kind of like the penguin. <laughs> yeah, it, it, which I like. King DVD. Oh, he's a great bad guy. Yeah, he's um, dressed like he's a boxer. Like yeah, he's, got, he's like a, so flashy. A bo- boxer king. Yeah, um, which is I don't know. The, it, all of the enemies in Kirby, like they make you fight a tree. Yeah. And it works. It drops apples on you. Yeah, and it it's, works. Yeah, everything is very because Kirby himself is a, he comes from another planet. He is an alien. The idea is that the, he is an alien from another planet riding around on his right. stars. But it's like a very just like kind of like that doesn't matter. Well, okay, so speaking, <laughs> doesn't, like, like, speaking of planets, I wanted to bring this up to you. Did you see the whole thing about um, Kirby sixty four? No. Um, so the, the the crystal shards when you're going through the uh, like the the stage select screen. Yeah. There's one planet that you can go to that looks exactly like Earth. Okay. It has one moon, just like Earth. You can see the outline of the continents, just like Earth, uh, but it's totally frozen over. So that's led to the speculation of it's a post-apocalyptic Earth, and uh, you're in these like areas where there are a bunch of robots, but no humans. Oh, yeah. Um, and... I forget what Nintendo's like official statement was, but it was something like, oh, well, something must have happened to those people or like, that's great. And it was supposed to be like this little, you know, people are saying, oh, is this like a commentary on global warming on like nuclear war or the whatever future of our planet? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I just thought that was really interesting. Like of all the games to have that. Yeah. Well, it's very like, it's very Real adventure bummer. time esque. It is. Like, yeah. Very meta and very like kind of taking in all sort of, yeah. but yeah. And as far as the future goes, i Give me a let's switch it up. Let's yeah. do a third person. Let's make a sweet adventure or like you do some cool like how uh, uh, like how the Mario games are. Uh, the, yeah. the part 2D part. You can just interlude, you know. So I was thinking like for I mean, obviously, we got to have like a good like 3D. I don't know, setting for it. I don't care if it's linear. Like if if they wanted to give a little bit of a linear one, that's fine. It could be open world. I would, but that's yeah. the thing is, I would love open world. Yeah, just like, have a little task. Make it a, a collecting. Like you have to get all these different food types from all over. So do it however you want. Right. You right. know, or like you can go to this planet now, or if you have access to your star, you can fly here. It just, yeah. you know, things will obviously open up as you well, get more skill. And speaking but, of having access to that star, like it'd be cool if you had sort of like a hub world, almost like uh, I think hub. like Mario uh, Galaxy. Yeah, where. You're walking around your hub world, your main planet, and then you, there's a star. And as it's floating, when you get close to it, you can see that's going to take you to the snow planet. Yeah. You just so hop you into hop it. on it and boop. then boop, you're there. And then there can be little separate stars within worlds where you can ride around like a little skateboard on them. Right. Like they could be like in in level yeah. stars or something like that. I think like that'd that. be so cool. Yeah. And 
I mean, apart from that, though, like there's not. Oh, also, if we did see that, I think that we would have to see something that's like uh, very almost like a throwback, like some of the original levels in 3D form almost where you can explore and fight the tree and fight. I'm almost wondering because they introduced vehicles in Epic Yarn. Nintendo doesn't really have its own GTA clone yet. No, they don't. Kirby. I would. Play, so it's would mayhem or like if you didn't do it with Kirby, it would be like Diddy Kong or something like one of right. those kind of characters like causing havoc. But with Kirby's abilities and like smashing things and sucking things up and like having right. all these abilities, I think that'd be a great if you could breathe fire onto a house and like light it on fire and stuff and then run do you around think it. That Nintendo would do that, though. Like It would be it would be. When I say GTA clone, it would be like in the funniest. It would like that Grinch game we saw. Right. It would be right. in that area. Very fun. And like you are, you know, you don't get you. The worst thing you do is eat somebody. Right. Like right. that's the scary. Or you like you, but fully destructible things. So you can yeah. crash your vehicle or you can use things to a you know degree or right. you can like eat a house. Yeah. Or like cool. pull, you can suck the door off of something. Then go inside. Yeah. Like, like stuff like so it. Yeah. That'd be cool. That if, if they did that, make it like a. um Almost like when you're asleep as Kirby, like you sleepwalk and you're the bad guy. Oh, yeah. And then during the day, you're like Chief Kirby of yeah. the police. That'd and so fun. you're trying to so- solve your own crimes. And that'd be fun as the audience to look and say, like, Dark oh, my Kirby. gosh, I know exactly who did this. It was me. Couldn't help it. But you have to like sort of play against yourself the whole time. You could be meta night it and during the nighttime and like, like team up with them. And yeah. like, yeah, that'd be fun. Ooh, yeah. I like that idea. Like sort of a split personality Kirby. But that might so the only thing though is all of the Kirby games have held on to this appeal of it's simple to pick up. Anybody yeah. can play it. It's not com. It's, it's like, it's literally you're a, a pink ball that floats around and that's it. It's I, I, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like they've created, cause what they've done, they have had racing games or they have had semi RPG games. If you're right. gonna, like, and they've kind of had like, well, I call racing like sports esque games. Yeah, so it's like, sure. where do you go? Yeah. Like what you, you do you, can. I mean, there's, it's going to be more of the same. It's like Mario, like they'll find a way to innovate it. And Mario is a huge exception though, because they, they always do something crazy. Well, that's the thing. You can give him a backpack that shoots water. It's like, you're now you're breaking Mario. No longer has to be just be hit a block to get the power up. It's like, they've given him a magic hat. They've given him, you could, I wouldn't be surprised. They could give him literally a car in the next one that turns into a weapon. Like, it's Oh, this is the new gimmick. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's almost like Mario can can teleport to a world of gimmicks. He can be lit- even in Galaxy. That's literally what you're doing. Or getting that Galaxy. Um, uh, the new um uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah, you're literally going to different planets. Each Which, one with its own. Did you own see unique. that uh, the speed run of Odyssey is down oh, to under yeah. an hour? Craziness. I don't under know. an hour. It's just bananas. Just that, bananas. That game without like glitch too much. Like, I, yeah, I don't know what the what the glitches are in that one right now. I can't believe. Yeah, like I can't believe that like. It's super glitch heavy, but I've yeah. been uh, I've been like super into watching speedruns lately. It's wild. It's kind of it's, mesmerizing. It really is because these people, I mean, they it's weird to think about. But, you know, if someone said like, hey, I want you to learn how to speedrun Zelda, for example, I would th- in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, it takes me like I sit down, and I play it casually. It takes me a week to beat it. If Zelda Ocarina of Time, I can beat in like nine hours, eight That's hours. Crazy. But these people, when they sit down to play it, they can practice it over and over again because it only takes them 30 minutes to practice. 30 minutes, yeah. Right now, the current world record 
for any percent Zelda speed run for Ocarina of Time is under 10 minutes. That's crazy. But it's like, you're also, you figured out how to break that. You've broken the game. Yes. You are, they, you're abusing so every s- single glitch you can. Something that, uh, that like not hackers, but like these speedrunners will learn. Um, and I don't know how much of- they use it for speedrunning, but it's called uh, arbitrary code execution. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of like clipping almost. Well, what they do is they, you can basically reprogram the game within the game. Like so they did uh, arbitrary code execution or ACE for short. Ah. Uh, they did that for, uh, for Ocarina of Time and they found a way to spawn um, Star Fox X-Wings um, in, is it an X-Wing? Oh, the uh, R-Wing. R-Wing, yeah. Uh, Star Fox R-Wings into Ocarina of Time. They're in the <laughs> They're code. Flying around. They're actually in the code because they were used to test Volvagia's flight path. Oh, um, and so they just found a way though. Through the, and it's weird. Like you have yes. to like jump to the side three times, jump slash, take three steps backwards, drop a bomb on the fifth frame of that bomb being dropped, ju- you know, back jump. Oh yeah. With your shield. Very. Yeah. And it's and like just spawn anywhere and you can fly this R wing around the whole game. You, you don't fly it. They, it. They're miniature. They're like the size of a cuckoo. And so they, they were literally just placeholders. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. And I love the idea too. And they shoot lasers at you too. That's crazy. It's it's awesome. Like you'll take damage from their lasers. That's crazy. It is absolutely incredible. Um, well anyway, you guys, we're actually, we're running out of time here. Um, but I just wanted to say a quick couple shout outs, check out our buddies, uh, Florida men on Florida man and credits score podcast. Um, they're both doing just great stuff. Awesome stuff. So yeah, check them out. Uh, they definitely deserve a listen. Um, you guys can check me out on Instagram at the Zach Rogers. You can check me out at the Dave of Wonders. And we have our co-Instagram at Franchise Unpacked. Uh, if you guys could do us a huge favor, give us a rate, give us a review. Share. Uh, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. All the good stuff. We had our live episode that was posted. Check that out, too. Tons of fun. So much fun. So much fun. Um, and, yeah, you guys, I think that's it for now. But we love you, nerds. And we will be chatting with you next week. See you later. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. While you're waiting for next week's episode, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.